just joining me, this is part two of our conversation on why China is pursuing ethnic minorities and harvesting their organs. The process, as outlined in a report to the United Nations this past Tuesday, in which it describes China and alleges that China is actually persecuting ethnic Muslims, the Uyghur Muslims, and the Galun Falun people who are apparently part of their ethnic group in China, and that China kills them while they're still alive. The, pro- the practice was first brought to the attention of the world in 2015, and where they, people found, an investigation found that China was killing prisoners and harvesting their organs. But China said that it had stopped the practice in 2050. Well, a group out of London, England, has found that to not be true, that China is in fact doing this today with ethnic peoples in their own lands and that they're providing, there's a short wait list in China for uh, organ transplants and that they are taking the skin off people's bodies while people are alive. And I say all of that to say we have to be careful when instances like this occur and we don't call attention to it. We have to be really, really careful about it. Now, China is a system of dictator is a dictatorial system. It's a system of authoritarianism. There's one guy, there are no elections. It is what it is. They get together and they just appoint some guy and that's it. Right? And so China is not somewhere where people can actively get up and say, I don't agree. You see what's happening in Hong Kong in recent times. Well, Hong Kong for the last 120 years was freed, but the British had signed a lease to occupy Hong Kong from China for 99 years. Well, that 99 year lease, much to everyone's chagrin, actually came to pass and expired in the year 1999. So people were in a rush to get out of Hong Kong. So the people who are left in Hong Kong do not want to become a part of mainstream China, mainland China, because of the authoritarianism that exists. So they have been demonstrating and hiding their faces. And then you notice how the media over here stopped reporting it because people were actually uh, showing, uh, wearing masks on their faces because China has perfected the technology that is facial recognition. So people were tearing down the, the, the posts in the streets where China had erected facial recognition technology to capture the faces of people so they could go get those people who were demonstrating and wanted freedom to kill them. So people were demonstrating with masks on their faces. They turned their phones off, took the SIM cards out so they couldn't be traced. That was what was going on during the Hong Kong riots. We probably weren't paying much attention to it because we were caught up in our own activities and our own events over here. So now China has been doing uh, stuff for so long. They've gone unchecked. And who really knows what's going on in China? Because they don't exactly allow you to come in and say, hey, come on into my country and investigate me. It's not like the United States that says, we have a system for you to come in. Here is the criteria. You meet the criteria, you come in. And the, the system is to enter the United States is pretty, pretty lax in terms of, well, if you're a known dissident, they're not obviously not gonna let you in if they think you're a problem to the state, but 
by and large, they're like, hey, everybody, come on over here. Come visit us. Come go to the Statue of Liberty. You want to go to Hollywood? Or you want to go to Disney? That's America all day. America is this one big Disneyland, right? America is a fairy tale. Okay, so people all over the world have aspirations to come to America because who doesn't want to live in freedom? Who wants to live under a dictatorial system? Nobody ever. Everybody wants to be free to have autonomy over their own lives and to have autonomy over the choices they make that affect their lives. That's what America is like already. That's why sometimes Americans find it very hard to digest these kinds of authoritarian policies. They're like, what are you talking about? When, when they talk about being a dictator, they're like, huh? You call that being a dictator, man? What are you talking about? And so we have to be schooled by people from other lands on what to look out for. Because we're like, uh, no, I don't identify with that. I don't think that's the right thing to do. Americans, I have found most Americans have a inner sense of justice, a sense of social justice and a moral compass that kind of guides them to say that's not right and that's an injustice that should be corrected. And how do I correct it? Do you see what I'm saying? That's how most Americans are like, they're passionate about it. They're like, no, I don't think I like that because it does not protect the rights of the individual. I think people should have certain autonomy over the choices they make affecting them. That's why we have choices in healthcare and choices in everything, right? Choices in where you live, choices in what cars you drive, where, you know, what kind of, who are your doctor, who's your doctor, and so on. You get a first opinion, you don't like it, go get a second opinion, right? So America, Americans tend to be, to be raised upon the system of this social justice, the system that justice will prevail regardless. Most countries in the world don't think like that, right? And so for most countries in the world, they tend to view justice as an afterthought or justice. Justice looks like me. What I say is what goes. That's justice. You know, except in our own homes in America where the parent is like, this is justice. What I say is the law of the land, the law of this land right here. <laughs> the law of this land. I have law over you. That's what we say to our children. So when you turn 18, you have autonomy. Until then, this is my law. You live <laughs> according to my dictates. <laughs> I'm saying that because my children who are listening are laughing. Because they're like, really, mom? <laughs> and they're like, well, that's kind of how they grow up anyway, right? But outside of that, when it comes to national politics and local regional politics, that's how we conduct ourselves on a system of democracy. America is based on a democratic system where people are free to elect the leaders whom they choose. But whether you like some guy's personality or not, or you like some girl's personality, you have a right to choose whom you want to be with. That's the system that prevails in America. That's not true everywhere else. It certainly doesn't seem to be the system in China. Frankly, I don't know how they elect a leader. Does anyone know? I don't know. Because sometimes it's the same person for what, 20, 30 years? Then you just hear they appointed another guy and you're like, okay. So that kind of system lends itself to people taking advantage of the power, right? It lends itself to people feeling that they're more powerful than others 
So they're going to find ways in which they can control those people and, and direct those people, wouldn't you say? And so we find ourselves right smack dab in a system where China is harvesting the organs of ethnic minorities, killing them while they're alive. If you are not outraged, I don't know what is wrong. Think about it, wherever you are on the planet, if you're in India, Bangladesh, if you're in France, if you're in Ireland, if you're in Brazil, if you're in Nigeria, if you're in South Africa, we, you should feel outraged. If you're in North Carolina, if you're in Boontown, Indiana, if you're in Wyoming or Montana, if you're in Chile or Peru, you should feel outraged because this is something that could happen anytime within anyone's border. See, the way healthcare and medicine is progressing now, we're learning more and more and we're discovering that the, the vital organs, we, we used to know that they were integral to health and to preservation of life, but now more than ever, we're realizing that everything happens through the vital organs. So if those shut down or they become sick or infected, it's over. So replace the organ. So you can have, continue to have, you can continue to have life. So, you, you know, you have a heart attack, that heart is bad. Well, cut it out and get a new heart. Well, an animal's heart doesn't work in a human's body, does it? But a human heart does. So find a human heart to replace the one that you, that you had to take out. Do you see where I'm coming from? And so now organ trafficking became a thing up to 10 years ago where people were literally being snatched off the street in some countries. Rich people were paying other people to go find organs. So they developed this market. So people at first, poor people in some other countries at first were like, well, you know, I have two kidneys. I can live with one. Let me sell one, right? And so they were doing that much to their chagrin. And now it became a whole big deal where we now refer to it as human trafficking. It's a form of human trafficking. And I've been seeing it for years, but they were like, no, Harriet, no. And now you see what I, you see the evidence of it. And it does not feel comfortable and it shouldn't because we have to recognize and we have to keep in mind that these kinds of things can't continue to happen. These kinds of things must be stopped at the root so it does not progress and become a problem for humanity. We do not need another Nazi. We do not need another Nazi leader like Adolf Hitler rising up and dictating and keeping a whole region of people under subjection to wicked policies. We don't need another atrocity of humanity to exist. We're in modern times and we need to act modern. We need to act as if there are people. We need to act as if this is something that is affecting all of us. So I just say to you, if you have a social media page, I'm going to share the story from Business Insider. And I want you all to think about it and share it, this knowledge. Start having this discussion right there on your social media page. Just start saying, hey, look what's happening in China. They're harvesting organs. Talk about it. We need to start 
talking about the conversation so people know. And what about those people, right? They don't have access to social media. The people who, they don't have access to social media. They don't have access to any media. They don't have access to any means to communicate how they feel. They don't have autonomy of their political choices. Right now here in America, in the United States, you can see our democracy on display. You can see adults disagreeing with one another, but doing it so under the law, within the constitution, in a manner that nobody at the end of the day is going to pick up a gun and shoot anybody. In fact, they're probably after this is over, they're probably gonna call each other and say, hey man, let's go have a drink and forget about it. It's politics. Do you see what I'm saying? What you're seeing is democracy on display. That these are basically human beings who have a sense of moral compass and a sense of decency to say that something is wrong and we need to fix it. That's the stage where we need to get, we need to get back to that. We cannot continue to have loose individuals in countries that are leading countries that can do whatever they feel like doing. It can't continue to happen. We have to be the watchdog on the wall. America, come back, come back, come back, come back. We got to get back to being the watchman on the wall. We got to get back to being the leader who says, this is wrong. We, we're, we've become so wrapped up in our internal policies lately that we are not looking at who we really are and what we represent. We have forgotten. We've, we've really forgotten that we, we need to be the ones who say, stop. They're helpless people, stop. And most Americans, you're all nodding your heads, and most Americans are like that. They're like, this is an injustice. I, you know, I'm one of those persons who are, I'm an observer of people. And I like to see, for me, when, when things happen here in America or around the world, it's encouraging me to me to see people saying, this is wrong and we have to fix it. And I'm like, look at that, a sense of social justice a moral compass that says this is a wrong that has to be righted. I applaud that. And the fact that we live in a system and a society that lends itself to being able to do that is all the more reason that we should not take it for granted and we should use our position and we should stand up and say, China, you are wrong. Stop harvesting organs, stop harvesting humans and stop killing innocent people just because they don't look like you and they don't sound like you. It's wrong, China. It's wrong today. It's wrong every day. And we're not going to support that. And not only are we not going to support it, we're going to tell you to your face that you're wrong. My name is Harriet Cameron. Come look for me. What you going to do? Sell me a bad laptop someday? What you going to do? You can't touch me. And when I say you can't touch me, you can't touch me because when you look at me, you know you're wrong. And neither can you dismiss me as being insignificant because I don't belong to the ethnic minority in your country that you're persecuting. But I do have power. It's the power of my voice. It's the power of my fingers to tweet at you on Twitter that this is wrong. And America is going to tell you in just a few. You wait. When we are done with what we're going through in, in Congress right now, we're gonna take care of it. Because as far as we're concerned now, this should not happen, right? This should not happen at no stage of the game. My friends, I leave you with this thought today. Martin Luther King said, injustice anywhere 
is a threat to justice everywhere. And he said, love will shine a light on hate and cast out hate. And I never believed that I could ever agree with those words as much as I agree today. On this day, having read this report on what China is doing, I am now convinced that if we need love, if we thought we needed love for one another and love for human beings, that time is now. If we don't stop this, we don't need another Adolf Hitler. We don't need another system that is going to advance and mobilize to take over the world just because they feel that they have a better, they should rule because they think they're right and they want to control. Not any day. That's not how this works. You enter into politics because you feel that there's a contribution that you can make to change something. You see something and your own sense of social justice kicks in. That's the reason. That's the reason most people do. They feel like they can make a difference. So my friends, we gotta stop human trafficking and we definitely gotta stop organ trafficking because it's only a matter of time before it becomes more pervasive where whole countries who can't afford to feed their people, provide clean water and energy for their people, find their people start disappearing just because. So I want to ask you right now, how do you feel? I want to ask you to make a difference. I want to ask you to think on these things. I'm going to post the link to my Twitter page and I want you to read it. And I want you to think about it. And I want you to do something about it. I want you to start the conversation. Don't just dismiss it. Don't get caught up in, in the news of the day and forget that this is something that impacts all of us because it could happen anywhere. It could happen anywhere. I, here in, in the US, lots of people, have you ever wondered what happens to people who are missing? Why are so many people missing? Why are so many people showing up missing all the time? Have you ever wondered? No, you begin to see why this is a matter of concern because we really don't know where they are. We don't know where they ended up. We've never seen their bodies. Their bodies are not returned to their family members. So we don't know what has happened to them. We gotta start thinking and we gotta start looking into these things and finding ways to prevent this from happening here. We got to take action. And I am asking you and depending on you to take action now by tweeting and going on social media to tell everyone about what China is doing and what the, the possibilities and ramifications are. I thank you so much for listening to me this morning. Thanks so much for more information on what we do. Go to harrykamek.com. You can find me anywhere on the web. Listen to my podcasts on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, anywhere, any favorite of your favorite podcast platform, you'll find that we are represented. Thank you so much, everybody. Thanks for joining me this morning. I want to say thank you to everyone.